Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Frank. We're on the air. So, All right. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, mean, I know. I was, I was telling, uh, just telling Frank, uh, those who are listening now or later, that Frank is now a hashtag, Frank Cosgrove, okay, because he is, like, super passionate about his, his livelihood, about his business, about uh, fitness and health, and um, he knows a lot of stuff. And, I, you know, I say a lot of stuff, and that's not the right way to say it, but he is a guru here. And I'm, it's an honor to have him, too, as well, and, and uh, people love him. He's going to be doing some workshops for us, and uh, today – uh, he said, he asked me, he said, Tree, do you think we should do some question and answer? Because you always have questions, and I do. And uh, so thank you for allowing me to ask you some questions today, Frank. I appreciate it more than you know. And um, and once again, thanks for being here. So um, here's the, Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's been the, uh, I'm going to ask you this, what's been the best workout you've taught or done yourself this week? Have you had some good ones that, that uh, this week, just this week? I want to see, like, and I'm asking for a reason, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this week, uh, let's see. Um, I mean, I always have, like, my positive energy clients. I, I like to kind of, uh, you know, throw the book at sometimes in a sense where I can uh, really use my creativity and they're willing to try new things and do stuff. So, um, and with most of my clients, for the most part, they're they're just about getting fit, you know, getting uh, in better shape, losing a little bit of weight. They're already in pretty good shape because I've been training them for a long time. Um, but they're they're about getting fit. So, you know, I, I like throwing in uh, some balance, some core, some strength. Uh, I try to keep the, you know, the rest times around 30 seconds or, or so in between each uh, set. But I, I like to try to keep the routines to push-pull routines. So, you know, I love getting into a little bit of power where we do some cleans, um, maybe some snatches, stuff like that. But it's it's most fun when uh, it's it's challenging. You know what I mean? Like if it's easy for them, then I feel disappointed as a, a trainer. So I need to make sure it's challenging and then make it fun too. So, you know, I don't care if it's hard for them because – you know, that's that's part of the challenge in a sense. If it was easy for them, they probably wouldn't stick with me very long because, you know, it would get boring eventually if everything was just easy that you were doing. Um, although I do have a few clients like that as well, that they just they like an easy workout all the time. That's just their their nature. So um, from the time we start to the time we finish, it's, you know, going into from like cleans to a single leg deadlift to – uh, some some curls and some pull-ups, and then we're going straight down to the, the floor, maybe doing some stability ball stuff for the hamstrings and the calves. But like I said, real short rest time, uh, making it fun and enjoyable and joking around a lot like I do. Uh, I like to keep it very uh, playful, very light in a sense, you know, where, where we're having fun. And if they start resting too long, then I start pushing a little more, you know, and start teasing them and you know, hurry up, hurry up, you know, you're, you're taking too long, you're you're going slow today, or, you know, taking little jabs at them in a fun way. Um, so for me, that's that's fun from a trainer, trainer standpoint. I enjoy those workouts. Uh, for me personally working out, um, you know, I, I got to say, I haven't uh, challenged myself hard this, this week. It's been more kind of easy workouts in a sense. I haven't had um, – 
any challenging, you know, because the problem I think I guess gets to a certain extent as a trainer, you know, when it comes to challenging yourself is I got to be more diligent about writing up my own workouts instead of freelancing. You know what I mean? Sure. So like, um, like some days you do strength workouts, some days you do, um, uh, you know, uh, what is the other one you run? You know what I mean? Uh, when you run all the time, right? Run fast, sprints, sprints workouts. Um, yeah, it's instead of having a plan, I just I freelance. You know, I go in there and I'm like, all right, I, I guess I'm gonna do a pull day today. Um, so I'm gonna do some pull ups. I'm gonna do some uh, some bent over rows. I'm gonna do some deadlifts. I'm gonna do some uh, single leg deadlifts. Some some balance work, so on and so forth. But I haven't actually planned anything, so I'm just freelancing. And when I I pre-plan it, I get a much better workout. You know, I, I think I've said that before in some of my podcasts in general that, you know, without a plan, you're, you're just, your likelihood for being successful is very limited. So right. I've been slacking on that part. You know, I used to keep a, a log, a little notebook, and I'd write my workout for the day on that workout, just like I kind of do for my clients, except for I do theirs on papers and a file. Um, but it, you know, it keeps me when I did, keep it on, on the log, it, it keeps me on track. It keeps me focused. It keeps me um, m- motivated in a way because, you know, it's easy to say when I'm working out without a plan that, I, you know, I did four or five exercises. I did about three or four sets. Um, I feel good. You know, I'll just go do some cardio now. But when I write out a plan, let's say, you know, I have seven exercises, three sets, you know, and I write out my tempo and my rest time I want to keep. Um, it's it's very – and I treat myself like I'm a client. I get a much better workout. It's more thorough, um, and it keeps me on task. So as opposed to, well, let me do this next. You know, let me do that next. Like a lot of people do when they go to the gym, it's more, okay, this is my next thing on the agenda. I'm going to knock this out. Um, okay, now I'm going to this, or I set up small circuits for myself, and I'll put – you know, three to four exercises in, and then I check it off that I did it, and then I go to the the next round and so on and so forth, and I'm watching the rest times on my watch or or the uh, or the clock or something like that. But when I'm like that, I, I get ten times at least a better workout than when I freelance. When I freelance, like I said, it's just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna do this next. All right, I'm gonna do that next. Okay, I did about six exercises here. I did th- my three sets. I'm good. I'm going to go do cardio now. So it's very uh, just vanilla in that sense. It's it's not great. It's just average the way I look at it. I mean, maybe I'm hypercritical of myself, but I feel like, you know, to get a great workout, like it, it just needs to be planned. Otherwise you're, uh, you know, you're just going to get a very average workout. Okay. I, I'm going to agree with that. I, I think that's true. Like in any, any industry that you're passionate about, okay, or any job that you want to do well, right? Because um, then you you've got to just be structured. You're very structured though, and you're very disciplined. You get up really early. You don't you don't not get up early. That's what you do. Um, I know that sometimes structuring your own workouts, we put ourselves last so we can take care of others, right? A lot of times, and that's good. But um, and by the way, anybody's listening now or listening later. Frank is amazing. He looks amazing. He's uh, he looks. He's got the. I, I think I, I've seen him. 
he's got the body of a 20-year-old probably, or 24-year-old maybe, uh, maybe younger, I don't know, but he is, he is a walking, uh, walking testimony for, for what he does for a living. And I, that's something I always look for in a person. Like when I go get my hair trimmed or something, I do not go to a hairstylist that doesn't look like she takes care of her hair or he takes care of his hair. I always look for it. Well, he's got good hair. She's got good hair. I'm going to use them. You know, same situation. Um, so I have a question. This is something I, and I've wanted to ask. I was like, should I ask? Uh, but I'm going to today. So some people stop losing weight. It's easy, right? Have you ever seen that? So they'll drop, I don't know. I don't, you know, if somebody's got a significant amount of weight and I'm not even sure what that is, is that 10 pounds or 30 pounds? If they stop, stop losing weight and they're still eating the same amount, you know what I mean? They've cut back, being very stringent on their diet and they've stopped losing weight. Do you recommend them getting a pizza one day and eating pizza to get that whole thing started again? I read that somewhere. and I was like, I got to ask Frank about that. So what's your thoughts on that, Frank? Yeah, I think it depends on the person, but I, th- I do think it works. Like outliers where you reset, um, you have to – now it still goes down to your metabolism, like in the sense that you got you got to factor everything in. Like so what, what has changed other than – uh, you know, just your weight staying the same. Like, have you changed your exercise habits? Have you uh, changed your eating habits in a sense, like you're eating different foods, even though you're eating the same amount? Um, so you, you got to look at everything. But typically, um, to to get, you know, the constant reset, it's kind of like your exercises. If you're eating the same things all the time, unless it's like a perfect 10, uh, your body kind of uh, – adapts and when it adapts your your metabolism tends to slow down a little bit you know you got to kind of shock it every now and then and uh you know it's so to a certain extent it is healthy to have a a cheat day or a cheat meal uh like once or twice a week um okay. but you you know you gotta you gotta come back down to earth the rest of the time so if that's you know, and some people don't need that, you know, so I, I would say you kind of play with it, but it does work for some people. I've seen it work tremendously because for, for two reasons, it's worked for the people that I saw. One, that cheat day was something they looked forward to, so they were strict the rest of the week. So six days out of the week, they were really strict. They exercised, they ate really healthy um, and everything. And then on that seventh day, they went hog wild and ate and drank everything and so on and so forth. And then they were, you know, started back over on the following day. Uh, for the most part, your body, you know, just on the same side of, let's say you fasted for a day, right? And you barely ate any calories and your metabolism slows down to a halt. Um, you're speeding up your metabolism by eating more than what your actual uh, balance is. So if your balance, let's say, is 1,800 calories and that's where you kind of keep the same weight and you eat the same foods all the time, so on and so forth, in one day you eat 3,000 calories, um, you go hog wild, your metabolism is going to raise up the next day. Uh, so if you go down, oh. back down to the 1,800 calories, you're going to, you know, have a higher metabolism and burn at 1,800 much easier. So it just depends on whether or not uh, you're exercising and doing all that stuff as well. So you can spike it constantly by doing that and then come back down as long as you're burning it off too and you're doing exercise like you should and you're being strict the rest of the week. Right. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I haven't had pizza in such a long time. Right. And, um, uh, so last night I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to order a pizza. 
I ordered a pizza. I swear that was the best tasting pizza. <laughs> I'm usually eating breast chicken, boring, <laughs> nothing on it, and uh, and it fills me up, okay? But, um, yeah, I just had to tell you, I enjoyed that chicken. I mean, I enjoyed that pizza. Who doesn't like pizza, right? So, um, But thank you for well, answering that. Also just- Sometimes it's your uh, your salts you're craving because your you know electrolytes are low, so you're craving something in your brain that's salty, but also comfort because when you crave something, no matter uh, what it is, salty or so on and so forth, you're gonna go to what is comfort in your brain because that's what it you know uh, basically goes to. It it's telling you, I need salty. Okay, what is salty that I like? And then you think of comfort foods because it's that's what the brain does in a sense is think of things that make you happy. So if yeah. it's pizza, if yeah. it's so on and so forth. Um, same thing with sweets. Like, you know, I always uh, kid around with people. Like, you could just finish eating. Let's say for if you since you love pizza, you just finish eating a, a healthy, good meal. You're satisfied. You're not hungry anymore. You know, you're, you're just right. You feel good. You ate a healthy meal, and all of a sudden, like, you, you turn on the TV and a nice pizza commercial comes up and it shows up steam coming on it, all of a sudden your stomach growls. And it's like, right. how is that possible? I just ate. It doesn't make any sense. It's the comfort food. It's our the way our brains are wired that, you know, when you have those things that you love that make you feel good, you can eat it no matter what. And when your body is needing certain things, it's going to revert to that. So, you know, it's like kind of don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry idea. It's the same idea with uh, certain carbs and um, whether it's sweet or salty when you're you're lacking the nutrients as well. Um, and sometimes your body is just, uh, you know, it's worn out. It's fatigued. So let's say you've been working out like crazy for a month, eating healthy for a month. You know, your, your body is just starving for something new. It needs uh, a boost. It needs a, a reset because you've been eating healthy, you've been exercising, so on and so forth. It needs a break. It needs a little vacation because it's, it's too much on it. So it, it starts getting to that point where you need to change it up and your mind might see a pizza commercial and then you want it or, you know, you need to break it up anyways regardless. You know, it, it's kind of that periodization model with training just alone. Like, you know, when you, if you're exercising hard and never taking a, a time off, you know, I, I typically say it's for most people like about every 12 weeks, you need to take about a week off of not working out to kind of uh, reset your body because otherwise it adapts and then your your workouts get very plateaued and, and just boring and so on and so forth. And right. so you have to take a week off, force yourself to. Um, I mean, you can go for walks and you can do stuff like that or whatever, but nothing intense, very relaxed. Um, in general, you know, just go into meditation or, or just a completely different modality, yoga or something like that, just uh, just completely relax, though, and then start it back up after a week or two, and all of a sudden, like, your results are going to just skyrocket because you've reset your body in a lot of ways, and nutrition similar. That's cool. I like that. So, um, so. Like, I work out six days a week. That's typically what I do. And um, one of the days of the week that I work out, it's not – I make sure it's not as stringent, you know, you know what I mean? Because I feel like that's the day that I have to sort of relax, not relax, you know what I mean, and then I hit it hard the next day. And I take one day off a week. So do you think that's good? Or, you know, you're saying that 
occasionally take a week off, right, or something like that every couple months or so? Yeah, every couple of months. I mean, it's it's different for everybody. Like for me, I, I like to work out typically like six days a week, but my seventh day it could be like a light cardio day in a sense. You know okay. what I mean? Like I I like to stay active in a lot of ways. Like it's uh, sitting down all day on a rest day it just doesn't seem very productive. You know, it's kind of an oxymoron in that sense. Like it just feels like I need to do something. Um, it just doesn't need to be my normal routines or, or thinking about it in a way of uh, exercise. It's just more of staying active. So that, that's the way I look at it. But about every 12 weeks or so, like, you need to force yourself to take, like a, a like I said, like a week off of not doing any actual, um, you know, weights or, or high-intensity cardio or anything like that. And if you do that, you see a difference. You see a huge difference once you start it back up. You know, the first few days might be hard because you took a week off, but then all of a sudden, like, your results start really kind of jumping up and you see a big difference. That's cool. So you're saying that uh, if you take a few days off, okay, like once every couple months, okay, and not, not like, for me, taking a off day would be riding the bike, right, instead of running. And uh, everyone's different. Right, but mi- very moderate and mildly in the sense, like, it needs to be low intensity. Right, and... Uh, yeah. Um, so you, that that's a good thing, and then you're saying that you you can actually get better, stronger, uh, better. For I like running. Some people like biking. Some people like whatever. So I can become a better runner if I you know if I take a few days off every couple of months. I'm gonna remember that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it your body has to recover because what happens is if you don't, eventually your body shuts down. Whether it's injury or sickness because your body only has one way to tell you like i need a break and that's and it's either getting sick or it's getting injured or something just gives out whether it's a a muscle pull or a muscle tear um when you've had too much stress on the body and there's no end in sight like your body's just kind of just shutting down in one way or another okay wow thank you for telling me that that's amazing I feel like that that's, I, you know, because I have had a little bit of a off, off day, off week this week, and that's probably my body saying, hey, give me a break. I need a little break, right? So, anyway. Um, yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, the body is very smart. It figures out a way to tell us when we won't listen in the sense or, oh, we don't know any better. You know, it's it's just as simple as that. I can go through, uh, you know, since I was – I've been working out since I was probably like 12 years old doing weights and different stuff and so on and so forth. And I'm very almost OCD with it where, you know, I get the high from it and I just keep going more and more and more and more. And almost every time after, I mean, when you're younger, you can get away with doing it for much longer before your body shuts down. But I can remember at a certain point, every single time I either got really sick or I got hurt, and then it stopped me, and then I needed, a, like, a, just a until I got better. And then I, I reset, and then I would start doing it again. And it would be, you know, you have to take a step back because you would be a little bit weaker and everything else. But all of a sudden, like, your, your strengths and everything jumped up. It's just that I wasn't paying attention to the signs back then. I didn't know enough about all that stuff. And when I started learning, like, I was like, oh, you know, maybe that's why this happened. It started making sense why all those things were happening and it happens to every athlete. And when you look at, you know, the, the elite athletes, they're so structured with 
that exact thing that I'm saying, that they know they have to take a week off here or a week off there. Um, bodybuilders themselves, they take off, like, you know, a whole bunch of time in their off-season that you'll actually see them. Like, they look, they look fat and out of shape in their off-season um, because their body can't maintain where they're at. It's, it's dangerous in that sense when they're in season and at their peak. Like, they can only maintain that for a short while. And same thing with elite athletes, whether it's cyclists, runners, um, weightlifters. They have a, the, the very peak of their workouts, you know, for their competition where they want to get to is a very short cycle um, because you can't maintain. Your body just can't. You have to, once you get to that peak, you can only be there for a very short amount of time, uh, and then you have to come down, you know, or your body is just going to get hurt or sick. Okay. You you made an impact on me today with that. Thank you. Um, so I, I hear what you're saying. I really do. Uh, so, you, you know, you're – you are a nut about getting to bed on time too as well. Uh, that's something I know about you. Is this a, is that, is it because of the same kind of um, reasoning that you're using here? Your body needs a break or you, you need to make sure that if you're used to going to bed at, I don't know, nine o'clock, for instance, for instance, I'm not even sure what time you get to bed, but I know that you're really strict on yourself. Um, is, is that the reason why you do that? Because that's all part of the, the, way you grow as an athlete, as a trainer, you know, all those things? Uh, I'd like to say so, but I think that's more of just me with the military and being an introvert and everything else where, you know, I like structure. I like, uh, you know, waking up around a certain time, going to bed at a certain time. Um, You know, when I say I'm going to be somewhere at a certain time, I'm there early uh, so I like being structured and I, it, it makes me feel good from all those things. Um, but also, you know, you, you do feel better when you get enough sleep, you know, I'd rather wake up earlier than what I set my alarm because I had enough rest and my body just wakes up naturally than wake up feeling tired all the time because you're, you know, you only got five or six hours sleep because you stayed up and watched you know, Netflix or something like that or whatever, whereas for me the, the sleep would be more important because I, I I get more pleasure out of that than I would, you know, like I said, staying up late watching Netflix. Okay, so um, sometimes I have a challenge sleeping, but I make sure, like, I go to bed early. I mean, it's ridiculous how early I'll go to bed. I, I'm in bed sometimes by 8.30. Isn't that awful? I have no life. <laughs> Except running. Uh, I was like, I'm so embarrassed to say that. But I do. Because uh, I'm tired, you know. On the average, I run a couple of miles, two and a half miles a day sometimes, you know. And uh, I work out really hard. But um, I feel better when I get sleep, well, you know. Rest too. is a necessity. It's not, it's not something to me that's, you know, optional in the sense. I mean, when I was in the military, it was optional involuntary but you know for the most part you have to uh you you feel better when you get enough rest and why deprive ourselves of that that luxury if you can you know i mean and also i mean i have two little kids but you know so rest is a luxury at times anyways you know you, you got to get it when you can but in general like it, if when you get enough rest you, your body feels better so you know why why deprive yourself of that if you can get a good, you know, six to to nine hours, you know, whatever it might be for a person, um, why wouldn't you? You know, you feel better. You can get so much 
more productivity done during the day if you're well rested. That's so true. I thank you for saying that because it, some of my friends make fun of me. I go, you know, I'm the life of the party as long as the party's before seven, right? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, so bad. Um, but uh, I'm not going to feel bad about that. I thank you. That's helped me today talking to you about that. To on the average, do people need six, eight, or nine hours sleep, or is there a, like is there a medium kind of thing there, or, or time time? You know, hours or I think you once you're once you're starting to get nine or more, I feel like you're getting too much. But you know, to each their own. But I feel like uh, for me, like seven is probably the ideal number. It used to be six. Um, so I, you know, your, your body changes. It goes through cycles. You know, your hormones change. Your stress levels change throughout life. So you got to kind mm-hmm. of just figure out what works best for you when it is there. But too much rest makes you tired all the time. To you know, not enough rest makes you tired all the time. So you got to find that that good ratio and you got to be consistent with a schedule because studies show like when you're on a schedule with sleeping you sleep better and you know whether it's you know taking a bath before you go to bed whatever your routine is you do better with a better night's sleep if you have a routine okay that's that's a good statement there thank you because i'm gonna i'm gonna i i do better with about six or seven hours sleep i know that you know um, and I get up early and, and I like, I, my mornings are my best. Some people work better at late, late at night. I, I don't do that. I work better in the morning. Um, at night yeah, I, relax. yeah. Okay. So that's just, that's the chemical, that's my body is chemical and, uh, yeah, our, our bodies are all chemical and electrical. I mean, you know, too as well, but so that's, that's something that we just need to figure out. Right. And if that's what works for us in the morning, then we don't need to try to make it in the afternoon or the evening. Right. I just don't do well with that and do that. Okay. Fair enough. And getting sleep is important. So what I'm learning here today is that getting sleep is important. Okay. Six to seven hours. Right. Um, For me, I think eight hours is a little too much. You know what I mean? Uh, That's just me. And then I get up pretty easy and I can pop out of bed. I really can. Uh, and that's what you think is good. You do the same thing, right? You don't have to struggle to get up, right? You just get up because no. it's early in the morning. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to hit snooze. I just I get up and I start doing stuff. Okay, ah, that's good. And you've got your two little girls there that you that you you have and that um, you work with. Okay, that's good. And your clients, you, do you see most of them in the morning or the afternoon or or how does that work for you? Is that okay? Uh, yeah, a majority of them are, are morning and uh, and early afternoon, you know. But the okay. the early morning ones are typically sim- similar to me, like they're very structured. They like to have a you know go to bed a certain time, wake up a certain time, so on and so forth or whatever. They're usually bu- business like people in a lot of ways. Okay, all right, so, so you you've answered some questions for me. Thank you for that. Uh, that that I I tell you something I've learned about my own stuff uh, with your questions. Thank you very much on that one. And so I will take it, continue to take it easy, uh, one one day a week easy, and maybe every couple of months, 60 days, right? A couple of months, 60 days, I'll take a couple of days off. That would be good. And and then I'll allow myself to have a cheat day, which means ice cream or pizza. I love pizza. So pizza probably would be that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, okay. Um, may I ask you a question? And this is a this is something that somebody had mentioned to me before. Um, do you do you have athletes or people that you teach or coach or whatever 
that that husband and wife do it together, or wives and husbands do it together, girlfriend boyfriend? Do you do you, do you really promote that? I mean, just out of curiosity, um, because I would love to meet somebody that I can work out with, as well as run with or whatever. Do you think that's important? Yeah, I think uh, family support is important. Um, you know, whether or not you enjoy the same things, uh, I don't think is as important when it comes to that. But, uh, right. you know, for I have a, a few, probably four different uh, couples I train that are married in general, and they work out uh, together um, or <laughs> one after the other, in a sense, because they're too different in that sense. But, uh, you know, all of them are, are pretty easygoing, so it just depends on the, the person themselves in general. Well, that's thank you for telling me that too. I've, you've done you've answered some questions because I I don't fitness is very important to me. Running is very important to me, and um, I know you know exercise is very important to working out. You know I know you like like obstacle horses. I know your clients that they have their things that they do. But um, I I feel like that's a that is important for me. Not everybody, but you know we're all different. So but if a guy can work out with me and I can work out with him or whatever, I, I think that'd be key, you know? So, and you have their couples and they seem to get along, right? Are they competitive with each other? Just out of curiosity. No, actually none of the ones uh, that I train are. They're typically just, uh, you know, they're, they're in different shapes in a sense. Uh, uh, you know, one might be a little bit stronger, so on and so forth or whatever. Or, uh, you know, so I have two of them that are older couples uh, in general that are like uh, over 70 so they are different in a sense so yeah it just depends on um the group but for the most part i wouldn't say they're they're competitive with each other at all none of the ones i train at least well that's cool so they're buddies and they they're they're workout buddies as well as being husband and wife thank you for sharing that that's that's a sweet story right there um i think we're out of time so if you want to close the show we'll be on next week and we're gonna get your 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 fitness uh, your, your fitness sessions and videos and we got Frank and I are planning a lot of different things to uh, to help everybody get in shape, stay in shape, or take it to a whole new level. I think that's that's what you say it. So anyway, so you close this out, Frank, and we'll we'll, right. we'll see Sounds you. Sounds great, Wednesday. everybody. Thanks for another show. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Me and Terry are starting to really uh, do great things. So you know more to come. Um, you know, give us feedback, tell us what you like, you know, what you want more of, and we'll keep it coming. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.